Welcome back to another edition of Every Step of the Way Bible Study Discussion Group. Um, a little more information about us. We're more of a discussion forum. A group of brothers that get together every Tuesday and talk about the gospel, share the gospel, share scriptures. And we tie it in with real life situations and, and try to make it plain. And, and hopefully everybody can relate to it. And, and we try to just bounce things off each other and make it make sense to to the average man or even a seasoned, even a seasoned person in the word. So hopefully you enjoy it. It's the group discussion everyone wants more of. The type of conversation people want to be a part of. We share the gospel, scriptures, and we talk real life situations. You've heard us and followed us on Facebook Live. Now you can watch us right here on the Vision Live Network. The wait is over. It's now time for the Hour of Truth. Welcome to the Every Step of the Way Bible Discussion Podcast. The Real starts now. This time of this season, Lord, we give thanks. Even we went through Thanksgiving, but we know that the true and living Savior is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As we enter into this Christmas on this, and we know the true meaning of Christmas because of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We continue to give you the glory. We continue to give you the honor. And we continue to give us, give you the praise. Go from every heart, every mind, every soul, and every spirit on tonight. Lord, be with us as we go through this hour of power, every step of the way men's ministry. In Jesus' name, we pray. And let all God's people say amen. 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 Hey, man. Welcome, fellas. Prentice, you on? I know I've seen you come in. I guess you know yet. I'm I'm here. What's going on? Okay. Hey, what's going on, bro? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, man. It's Tuesday, man. Another Tuesday, man. Another edition of Every Step of the Way, man. Got all my brothers with me, Godsons. I mean, I wanted to I wanted to do this different. We was normally we would bring a dish. Ask anybody who has something <laughs> they want to put on the table, and that and that worked for a little while, and then it kind of fell off. Me and Jerome and Glenn kind of and Prentice kind of dominated most of the talk. I, I I went to that scripture. I want each of you to share a scripture you've been med meditating on, and talk about it for a second, and and let's try. I want to try that for a little while and see how that go. Anybody got anybody got one they want to jump in? Jerome look like he got he's shining over there. What you, you got something, Jay? I got one time. I don't, I don't hit wrong. Go ahead. I don't know if you're wrong. Hurt me. But thank you. Okay. One um that stuck with me when I was going through some tough times was Roman 8 28. Oh my and god. And we Wait. know and we know that all things work together for good to them oh, that geez. love God, to them oh, who are called according to his purpose. And I say that's powerful to me now because at times when I kept reading it. I didn't believe it. I could be honest. I didn't believe it. it was hard for me to believe it because I was so deep in trouble and, and stuff. I didn't believe it, but I kept reading it. it kept giving me strength. So mm -hmm. it, that was one of the ones that built my faith in him. And now I look back at it like, there's no way you can't tell me it's him. There's nobody <laughs> but him. Mm. So that's that. That's one of the verses that meant a lot. One of the scriptures that meant a lot to me. Man, no, I, boy, I, I, boy, he started off, off the bang off the wall yeah, right there. He's he, he shooting with fire. You know, yeah. in that one, though, you missed a, a very important word in that scripture. It says, the call. I mean, in the midst of what you were going through, God chose yeah, yeah, yeah. you to go yeah. through that. 
And when mm-hmm. in that, when he said, and he makes it personal, says, all things work together for the good of them who love God, who no. are the call according. So he makes that thing personal with you so you can make it personal with him. And then right. you see what happens when you start to put it in perspective on that matter. That's a blessing right there. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking that about that too, Glenn, when um, I remember I had, um, was talking about, I believe it was Romans 8, 831. And it says, in, in, in the caveat to that, it says, if God be for us, then who can be against us? So, I mean, even, even if we try to go against ourselves, man, we, God is an ever-present help in the time of need. So, you know, you, you know, we, we go through things, but, but like, like you said, uh, you know, according to his will and his purpose, he has a purpose for all of us. Right. So it, it, that's powerful. <laughs> that's a powerful scripture. It really yeah, is. Yeah. It is. I mean, yep. you if you walk it hand in hand with Romans 8 and 18, yeah. it says that I reckon that the suffering of this present time and not be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. And then right. you use Romans 8 and 28 and then mm-hmm. go to Romans 8 and 38. For I am persuaded right. neither death nor life nor things present nor things to come should be able right. to separate me from the love of God. What he's saying is when we're going through something, we are sure that we're going to get through it. Right. Right. Absolutely. That ain't mine, baby. That's good, man. That's yeah. Good. Good. And who else? Who, who going next? What you got, Prince? I thought when you, when you sent that out, Todd, I, I was thinking about some stuff, but but something kind of hit me today at work. Um, when I was at work, and um, and a coworker asked me, "Say you all right?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "It's just something about this place and." It, it just feels like it has a darkness about it or something or, or I, I don't know I said I'm in a I'm in a great place where I'm at right now at work God has truly blessed me at work I I mean I'm at a great place and she looked at me and she said I know what it is she said so many people come to you with mm-hmm. their burdens mm-hmm. and their trials Mm-hmm. And you don't release. You don't, go, you, you don't release. You don't have no go nowhere and release. And I sat there and I thought about that thing. And I'm gonna tell you what came to me. It was don't grow weary in doing good. Galatians uh six nine. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's good. That's good. And uh mm-hmm. and right at that time we was coming back and the young man. When I say young man, the young the man just turned 20, young man. Mm-hmm. And I saw him in passing and at the job every day. And he he pointed at me and he said, I need to talk to you. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm thinking everything cool. What's going on? Mm-hmm. He said, somebody told me to come talk to you because about what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, come by my office and talk. And he began to sit and tell me how distressed he was because of, you know, what had happened to him on the job. He's a young man, fresh out of high school. And he said he was to the point of was upset. And, and I sat there and I sat there and I listened to him and I talked to him and him talked for a good little while. It was good. And I went back to the person and I told him, I said, you know, I'm here for a certain reason now. And and I, I had to sit and think about it. You know, it's like 
I'm not here for me. You know, I'm here to help others. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, I thought about being a light to the world. Somebody pointed that young man in my direction. Now, mm-hmm. my young man, a young man, ain't never, we, we ain't never had a serious conversation since he's been there. Somebody they saw that light. Somebody mm-hmm. pointed him in my direction. Said they saw that light. Talk to him out of everybody else there. Right. And that, mm-hmm. that kind of stuck with me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I was going through. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. That's good stuff right there. You said Galatians 6 and 9? Yeah, Galatians 6 and 9. All right. Okay. Brother George, what you got? No, I was just thinking about um what Jonathan touched on earlier. It just kind of touched my heart. I had uh written something today um um in um that was talking about um let me uh, grab it real quick. If um, I had, um, it was talking about um, Amos 5 and 24, and it says, but let judgment run down as waters and righteousness as a mighty stream. And so what I had, what I had took from that is, um, but, it, but it was talking about the inspiration was uh, uh, all, all our words are praises are but nothing if not backed up by content of our character of walking through this life upright in the word of God, showing those around us respect and compassion. But isn't it interesting in God is not interested in lip service for his powers rain down on us from above and his righteousness awaits those who decide it's time to truly become what we preach. So, and we done heard this before from my parents, practice what you preach. You know, you gotta be a man, your, your word should be bond and your days should be days and your nays should be nays. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we get, when people, when people look at us, they look at us a certain kind of way, but yet, we still got to maintain our dignity and our character according to the way God wants us to walk, you know, cause we have to walk by faith and not by sight. So with, with, with that being said, you know, it, it, it's important that we walk that way in the light of Christ, you know, because you never know who's white. Cause like, remember before we always say, you know, sometimes we don't only Bible that uh, people will ever see. Mm-hmm. So we definitely got to live what we talk about and we got to practice exactly what we preach, you know, and so that's what I had to take my inspirations the one thing I was going through. You hey, Joe. Yeah. Hey, I want to piggyback on something you said about we, yeah, we, 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 we are the only Bible that some people will see. Mm-hmm. And, and we can be the reason that some people never pick it up. Mm-hmm. So, so we have to be, we have to be very mindful of what, what you right. said. We, if we right. the only Bible, that some people ever see mm-hmm. at that moment, the way they see us could determine whether or not they ever pick it up. They ever mm-hmm. pick it up because if, if I'm supposed to be this, there ain't no need me picking that Bible up if he acting like that. You know what I'm saying? He acting like me. And so mm-hmm. I just wanted to remind us of of, mm-hmm. of even even when things are tough, mm-hmm. even when things are tough, we still got to represent the kingdom. At, at, at all times, you're going to make mistakes, but mm-hmm. 
your representation shouldn't be predicated on if things good or if things are bad. You still got to represent. You know what? And also, when I was looking at that, I was I read this prayer, and this prayer was so so powerful and so vital. I just want to share this with y'all. It says, "It says, God, my Father, my rain down upon me for your for your uh, rain down upon me your blessings." As I vow to walk embody what your word instructs. Nurture me with the carriage and the character and to act in accordance mm. with your truth. Right? You catch that? Mm. His truth. And mm -hmm. spare me from evil. For I know I wish not be judged on what I have merely said in this life, Lord, but in how I have made it manifested. In Jesus' name, I pray. Show me the light and the way. Amen. Amen. So I thought that I thought that was so, Man. so powerful, prophetic. You know, it was because All even I mean, because your heart, you got to have a heart of empathy, a heart of compassion, and and, and a heart of love, and you know, and, and and that carries and nurtures in you that God has given you to spread that love to other people, no matter what. See, we can't pick and choose how we love. Right, right. No. Man, so man, that, that Amos, when men draw red, Amos, <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but for me, I think I think Amos might be the toughest, most, from, from the beginning to the end. Right, right. uh-huh. Man, it, it stirs, it stirs. <laughs> It stirs all all your emotions and, and it touches the spirit in every facet. Right. It's, it's it's not a long it's not a long book, but it's man from the beginning to the end. Every right. word it, it, it moves you. It moves you. Right. Dirty dirty dog. Appreciate that, brother George. Appreciate that. Correct name is Georgia Dogs. Okay, sir. Okay, Georgia Dog. I'm sorry. Still dirty. Hey, uh, <laughs> one that one that got me and. I see a whole lot of people use this. Uh, I don't want to say people, a whole lot of couple passages I know they use it at um, ongoing services. And it's Job 14, mm -hmm. verse 7 through 10. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It says, For there is hope, <clears throat> excuse me, for there is hope of a tree. It was cut down that it would that it would sprout again, and that is tender branch, therefore thereof will not cease. Though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stalk therefore die in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will bud and bring forth bows, bows like a plant. But man dieth and wasted away. Ye man give up the ghost, and where is he? And all the time I thought that verse, I mean, those three verses was about death. But when I sat there earlier today, it, it's not about death. It's actually about, this is what I take from it. When I got to verse nine, it reminds me of when they say man's died, that is the flesh. But at the sin of water, to me, that's when I can 
I won't say when I fully came up, that's when I realized that he is the only one and I gave my life to him. So I'm, I'm, what, what I got out of that is that scent of water is him shining down on me. Mm -hmm. what, died of, what died on me was my flesh. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Consider the, the water can also mean the Holy Spirit, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, it comes. And Jesus says, I am the living water. And so, and remember, I, I, I've shown you the analogy many times when you see water, it means life. So at the hint of life, by way of the Holy Spirit, there's a renewing that takes place that allows you know that even though you may be dying in your flesh and you're becoming dead to sin, you're renewed by the Holy Spirit and life. That's good. That's good. Who next? Let me see. Brother Jerome, what you got? I'm glad you called on me. I got something that, you know, could be related to the Bible, but it's a, it's a learning for all of us. I had an interesting call today from my daughter who, uh, for Jonathan and Josh, or, or maybe even Darren. I got a daughter 36 years old. Um, and she broke something down to me today, man, that touched my heart. But I want to share it because it's throwing myself under the bus, but you know, it may help somebody else. My daughter told me today that I was a good provider. You know, I gave her what she needed. But what she struggled with most now, even at 36, was that I gave tough love, but I I didn't show her how to receive love. Mm -hmm. so I didn't show her the things that um, a man, you know, a father should show their daughter how to receive love when she's in a relationship. So she struggles now because I always taught her how to be tough. So now that she's in, a, in relationships, she don't know how to receive when somebody's really trying to be good and showing the love that she deserves. <clears throat> and that's on me, you know, that's on me because, you know, so my message to all of you that may be listening, hey man, listen to your kids. You know, if they tell you that they needing something, listen to what they're saying. Don't just think, oh, I'm the, I'm, I'm the high minded parent that I'm always right. I got this, I got that, you know, and also, it's more than raising a child, just providing the roof over their heads and, and putting money in their pockets and giving them the material things of the world that they need. You got to show your, ch your children how to love. You got to give them love. You got to let them know that you do love them. And, and if you don't, like I learned today, it can affect them in ways that you, you just don't know. You just don't think of. And mm -hmm. so I had to apologize to my daughter today and say I was sorry because you know, my daughter's 36, I'm only 53, so apparently, you know, you know, if you know math, I had her at 17 years old. So at 17, I'm just a babe, man. I'm just trying to do the best I can, trying to provide for her, but the love thing, hey, I don't know much about it. Don't know much about it myself, so you can't give something you don't know much about yourself. Right, right. That's, right, not, right. A, that's not a license. That's not, a, that's not an excuse. Right. That's a message, though. You know, we should, maybe we should think about what we're doing before we have children and make sure we're ready in that capacity. And that's why I'm going back to the word of God. And that's why I guess God said, Hey, you know, he wants you to make sure you're married and make sure you're doing it mm -hmm. right. Make mm -hmm. sure you're on the right track with that thing before you start to have kids. Right. But um, I did some things right by her, but that was a tough one to swallow. Because I want to share it with you guys tonight. It happened on, she told me on Tuesday. And I wanted to share it with you guys, man, that, Hey, if you got kids, if you got, especially if you got young kids, you know, if you got young kids, teenagers, 
and they're telling you something and you may think they're wrong. But if they're feeling some kind of way, you might want to listen. Whether they're right or wrong, hey, listen to what they got to say because that's how they feel. And if that's how they feel, then apparently you need to do a better job of explaining it. Even when you're disciplinary in kids, still tell them that you love them and tell them why you're disciplinary. Right. Oh, man. Ooh, Jay, that's good, man. I, I knew you talked to her today because she did a post. And it was it was a post like none of none of her other no, no nothing near nothing near what she usually posts and it it touched me when I read it so I knew that was that was good stuff right there man for the people who's listening man that's that's good because I can definitely relate to it myself also good job Jay brother Josh man Jerome I I, I received it bro um, that's something that I personally went through when my kids were a little bit younger worrying about disciplining them and making sure that they don't go down the wrong path. And they would come to me with how they were feeling at times. And I would shoot them down. And my wife had to tell me like, Hey, you can't tell them how they feel. <laughs> you cannot tell them how they feel. Right. Right. So I, I, I received that. I appreciate that, bro. Amen. Amen. <laughs> uh, and my, my scripture is uh, Romans 12 and two. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Um, I, I, I never would have got this before I started on this walk, because in my younger years, I was always athletic and popular. I didn't have to worry about conforming because I got along with everybody. Everybody loved me, and it just was something I didn't have to worry about. Uh, but going on this walk and really trying to work on a relationship with God and walk the way that he wants us to walk is to miss some of the closest people to me that I've noticed that I've had to kind of push away and get away from because like we talked about last week, we weren't equally yoked. Um, I didn't understand it before. It was a lot of stuff that I put up with and I, 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 I brushed off because, oh, well, I love this person or, you know, the, the, who this person is to me or whatever. Um, but just getting in the word and going on this walk has showed me that I don't have to conform to that. That's not what God's asking me to do, to do. He's asking me to be a light and and to follow him in his word. And when I do that, it may be some people's feelings to get hurt along the way, but I, I, it's not malicious, but I, I can't worry about that. So that's, that's just one of the scriptures that I've been meditating on and kind of leading me. Hey, that one, that one and Jeremiah 29, Mm-hmm. And I think if we hold on true to those, man, well, we'll save ourselves a lot of headaches. Those two right there, <clears throat> if we've really, man, meditated on those and tried to implement those, man, we can get much, much more peaceful sleep at night. Good job. Good job. Brother Darren. Yo, uh, good stuff, man. Uh, like, so it, just listening to everybody, um, one thing that I've been, that's been on me and not so much, it's been a lot of scriptures actually. Um, but, uh, mostly like talking about weirdness, the wilderness. Um, I was doing some study about the children of Israel and, and how that all transpired, but it sounds like everybody has a different form of wilderness. Um, but one of the scriptures that, 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 you know, when I'm going through my wilderness is Job 13 and 5. And it says, though he slay me, yet will I trust him, but I will remain my own ways before him. 
Um, and basically, um, what I get from that is even though we're going through different things and, uh, you know, everybody has different wilderness things that's going on that we still have to trust God in, in the midst of it, um, in the midst of it all. And that even though God chastises us and he straightens us out and he, and he convicts us of different things that and slay me, I don't necessarily think that means killing you but killing the flesh killing that killing that killing that uh uh that 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 maybe that uh that strong man that don't want to conform to 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 god's word or what have you um but that's definitely one of the scriptures um that stay now and this actually is in the vein of what i've been studying of like i said about the wilderness and understanding like the wilderness is is not a bad thing (laughs) uh it's not necessarily a bad thing um, because just like the children of Israel, um, been in there 40 days and 40 nights, um, that if God would have took them on that straight path, they would have been destroyed. So he took them around, he took them around 40 days and it would, it's, I wish I had more time, but I'm not going to go too deep into that, but I've been studying 40 and what that means, um, like you know it's just so many it's so god is speaking so heavily right now in the, in the earth it's not even funny like a lot of people don't even realize that you know we've been on quarantine we kind of been everybody's kind of been self-evaluating themselves and different things like that and kind of finding themselves in the wilderness you know what i'm saying they've been finding themselves and well a lot of people may or may not know that the root word of quarantine is 40 mm-hmm. um it's a mm-hmm. latin word and, and it means 40 um, and that's mentioned a lot in the Bible. And, and in the Bible, 40 means change. It, it's, it's a real big change that typically happens around 40, 40 years, 40 days, 40 nights. So, I mean, you can find it everywhere in the Bible. Um, so just though he slay me, though he crucify my flesh every day, um, that I will I will definitely trust God and, and maintain my trust in him. So, yeah, it, it goes in line with everything, what everybody was saying. That's good stuff. That's good stuff, Darren. Awesome, man. Awesome. Brother Robert. Ah, hey brothers, what's what's going on? I'm enjoying every word of uh man, Jerome, that's powerful, Doc. That's powerful. I I raised two nieces and they're about that age. I hope I did a pretty good job with them. Because I know coming out of the military at that time, they was babies. And all I know was street life. And that's, what I, and that's what I gave them. As I got saved, I had a chance to give them, give them Jesus Christ. So I hope I got to him in time. Man, that's powerful. Thank you, Doc. Uh, we as Christians, believers, humans, got a God that tells us just about everything we need to know and what to prepare for. In Galatians 3 and 29, it tells us that we're heirs. If we're in Christ, we're heirs. Another scripture said we're joint heirs. So if everything that belongs to Christ belongs to us, then I heard Prentice say that the young man, I think, was had to be sent to him. That's not an accident. It's on purpose. Right. We are, we are those people that shines light into this dark world. And I heard Darren saying that uh, about the word 40 
at the end of the quarantine, the word quarantine, the number four that at the end of the word quarantine. Listen, this this is not an accident. Or this is on purpose. This is God's plan that His people proclaim the gospel of right. Jesus Christ. Right. Now, I'm, I'm gonna read you this one scripture, and I laughed about it for about a week now, because it, it it's been going round and round in my head, and I'm gonna share it with the brothers and. and one thing we got to know, man, that as long as we got Jesus Christ, we can make it. We can handle it. He wouldn't put no more on us than we can bear. Right. We, we, we just have to learn how to go through. Mm -hmm. And it's not like it don't always feel good. And it's not always untiring. But it's worth it. You will save. So it's worth it for somebody else good that if we give up or get too tired then, then we don't show up or, or we don't want to speak up uh i heard glenn pop in and he was talking about the holy the holy ghost as, as a as living water well that's true we hey he'll give us strength he will give us the strength we need to go forward this is revelation uh 21 and 1. And I saw a new heaven, mm, come on. a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there were no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Oh. Listen, Doc, <laughs> we're here to do this will of the lord but man can't you imagine that they're gonna be a new heaven and a new earth now we know why he's gonna create give us a new earth because this one's no good we done told this one up we done mess we done mess this earth up sorry to tell you if you thought it was cursed no it's not we done tore it up as they used to say in the club man we done tear it up it's yeah but here's what you got to think about. Why would he have to make a new heaven? That's where he lives. Right. Mm. Mm. That's powerful right there. Mm. Why would he, well, he's God. Why would he need a new heaven? But then we have to think about the one third of the angels that followed Lucifer. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so, so it's a corruptible seed somewhere. And, and he cares that much for us. That he's gonna give himself and and us a new heaven, hmm. a new heaven. So so so, even though we dying here and we going through all this, these trials and tribulation day, man, just think about when we get to that new heaven. Mm -hmm. Right. I can put over with a lot of stuff knowing the end time. It's like I would like to say about Lucifer. Yeah, he likes to talk about our past, but I know his future. So, so you can't pull my pants down my back and make me feel bad. I know I did all that bad stuff. <laughs> but I had a savior that forgave me. And now he's inviting me into his family. I'm joining heirs. You know what it feels like to be heir. Come on now. When you show up for the meeting that when somebody passed and they read the will and, and your name is in it, you, you're expecting something big. Well, you already know what you're getting. Well, you know what the Bible say you're getting. Being an heir with Jesus Christ. 
Listen, man, I love you, brothers. <laughs> man, God bless you. <laughs> I enjoy the walk, Doc. I just love Jesus. Amen. Man, good stuff. Good stuff, bro. Love you too, man. Brother Glenn. Amen, bro. Man, I, I ain't trying to be funny, and I know I made a joke about it last week. I really wasn't joking when I told you all the title of my sermon. But that, that scripture really has been dealing with me, man. You know, with Numbers 21, the story of Balaam. Ba mm -hmm. and, you know, and I, and I said, you know, what I, the title of my sermon was going to be that sometimes God's got to speak to your ass because you talk to the donkey. Mm -hmm. uh, but and, and not, and that, it was funny because of what it's saying coming from a preacher, that, that word. But that word is biblical. It's used. And it's used in a proper context, and I'm using it in the context that it was used in the, in the scripture when That's he had right. to talk to the donkey. And I think that that donkey can actually be representative of our conscience when God speaks to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. the thing I've been dealing with is, you know, that when God is trying to get us to go right, our flesh pulls us left. Mm -hmm. When he tries to get us to go left, our flesh pulls us back right. And even in the midst of being saved, that's a daily struggle for me. You know, mm -hmm. and, and trying to stay right and do right and be right and say the right thing. Mm -hmm. And I can't sit there and be uh, a liar and say, I get it right every day. I, I don't tell that lie. Mm -mm. You know, I, I don't tell nobody that I get it right every day. That's some things I got to repent for at the mm -hmm. end of the day. But, you know, the thing I think has been that God is trying to get my attention about is being cognizant, being mm -hmm. more aware that he's speaking to me even though I, I might be on the right path. Mm, but he was being disobedient. And so I'm, I'm, I don't want it to become so drastic that God's got to speak through me in such an extraordinary way that I can't deny him. I don't want to have to come out some sickness and say that was God or come out right. some bad situation and say that was God. So I've been trying to be more confident and, and more conscious of the fact that when I'm in my situations, when I'm in my struggles, when I'm in my feelings, when I'm going through something, that I got to rely more on God myself. I can't preach right. it and not live it. Right. And I definitely can't live it and not preach it. Right. And so that's what I've been dealing with for these last couple of days, a couple of weeks now. Amen. Hey, Glenn. Hey, bro, you, you kind of you smooth through that. But man, what stood, what stood out to me he was a prophet, right? Yes, sir. He was a prophet. And so you said that he was a prophet, and he and you don't want God to have to speak to you in such an extraordinary way to get your attention, man. That was that's 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 powerful. You know what I'm saying? Because because this wasn't this, this wasn't somebody out of the kingdom. This, this wasn't you know what I'm saying. This was somebody who was yeah. doing doing the work. He, you know what I'm saying? He was getting his hands dirty, but even that's even. Right. That's a message for all of us, though. Even right. even though we we on the right track and we we doing good stuff and we, our heart is pure and we studying and we putting the work in, mm -hmm. you know. Sometimes God is He's speaking to us in extraordinary ways, because because it's it's different ways that He speaks to us. Sometimes we have the tendency to brush things off because of that. Because hey, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. reading. I got my I got my prayer down. I got routine. I got my study time down. <laughs> And so he might use a donkey or whatever in that in that in that facet that we'll brush it off. 
because he he was he was a prophet and he still had to speak to him in an extraordinary way. So man, that was good. Amen, brother. I mean, and to speak to that too, Todd. I mean, Paul definitely talks about it, Roman, when he says the, the battle within himself. When he said that evil which I hate, I find myself doing, mm -hmm. and that's what I love. Right. I can't find myself doing. Here it is, another example of a man of God that is walking and getting their hands dirty, but they still got a struggle in some manner. That's right. And, uh, you know, so I really been dealing with that thing that, like a man preached one time, because we are saved, we are not attack exempt. We're going to go through something. Right. Amen. Actually, Amen. We, because we saved, we signed up for attacks. Come on now. I mean, Amen. We, we, don't like, we don't like to look at it like that. But once, <laughs> once you get your life over, most of the time, instantaneously, Mm -hmm. You start getting attacked most of the time when people do it sincerely. Some people do it half heartedly or tokenly or because they promised somebody. But when you do it from the heart, oh, he started putting his game plan together. Good job, man. Brother Dakota, welcome. Welcome. You got your scripture for me? Huh? You got your scripture for me? Uh, yeah. Ecclesiastes. God bless you, brothers. Uh, good evening. Um, Ecclesiastes 12 and 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Come on now. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Amen. It's, my thing is, I think that a lot of things that we do, a lot of things that's going on in this world, because people do not fear God, they don't fear the consequences. We do things too willy-nilly. Right. You know, like I said, that's the whole, that's our whole duty is to fear God and to keep his commandments. It's almost like that's all he asking. Give God the reverence he deserves. Keep his commandments. We know what we're supposed to do. Right. The word says love your enemies. But yet right. we don't. We always want to clap back. We want to get revenge. Do good to them that persecute you and misuse you and mistreat you. I'm not saying that's easy. But we have to do that because the word tells us to do that. Right. We have to forgive. Right. The word clearly states, if you don't forgive me, if if you don't forgive them, how can I forgive you? You're right. These are commandments. These are things that we must follow in order to make it in. They say that's the whole duty is to fear God and keep His commandments. But we got to show God His reverence. We can't act like things just though. We can't do with the thing like what the world do. We right. got to be, we got this. That's why it says we're peculiar people. We stand out, we're set aside, fit for the master's use. We're sanctified. We're different from everybody else. And we got to be that way. We can't go alone to get along. We're right. supposed right. to be different. Right. If right. nobody else is standing for Jesus, if you're the only one, then you stand on the word. If you stand by yourself, if you have to. We sing the songs, don't we? I'll go if I have to go by myself. We sing them songs, don't we? Mm -hmm. If we sing them songs, we got to do what we sing. Right. Mean right. what you say, say what you mean. That's right. If you say you're gonna be a soldier on the battlefield, that's what you're supposed to be in the army of the Lord. If right. say I've died, let me die. And the then that's it. If you mean that, then that's what you're supposed to do. Right. And that's what you're supposed to do. That's the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep his commandments. That's all what he's asking us to do, guys. And just like you say, we constantly getting attacked. Constantly. Mm -hmm. You just said it, brother Todd. You could have said it no better. We signed up for this. I don't think we realized it when we first gave our life to Christ, what we signed up for. But we found out later on, but that's exactly what we signed up for this. Well, we we don't we don't tell people that because we're scared we're gonna lose them. 
And come on because, now. Because when we talking to when we talking to people about salvation, mm-hmm. we we talking from a we and not him. Mm-hmm. Because, come on now. Because if you we talking from right him, he's gonna save you. He's gonna save you. Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Like we have to have those real conversations when we're talking to people about salvation. Right. Yeah, you know, it, it ain't it's not about going to church and putting on no pretty nice suit and yeah. and know what I'm saying and sing two songs and give your money and go. It's, right. it's that's not what it is at all. Once right. you give your life over to the Lord, hey, look out. Hence the there reason for the relationship. The relationship for my relationship is based off of the attacks that I'm suffering and that I will suffer. But we, right. but we almost shame to talk about or scared. I ain't gonna say shame, but we almost scared out of fear of losing them to salvation when he's the one that's gonna save them. Not not me. I'm just I'm supposed to be sharing the goodness of the Lord and how great salvation is in itself. So that's good. That's good stuff, brother Dakota. Amen. Praise God. Um, you was finished. Yeah, I was just saying what you were saying. Like when we switch teams like that, when you when you get from under the devil's thumbprint, and then when now when you switch, gave your life to Christ. As always. If I said it once, I said it a hundred times. I said somebody in hell got fired because they were supposed to make sure that I didn't give my life to Christ, right, but I right. did it anyhow right. because I know he had me. I said my wife would invite me to church, and and then I would get ready to go to church, and then we'd get in an argument, and then I'd stay home. And just just simple stuff. I know the enemy was doing all that he could, but one day on a November the 3rd, uh, 2003, when I confessed and gave my life to Christ, that was it. And that's why I put my hand on the plow and I didn't look back since. And I've been going forward and selling bootleg tapes and doing all kind of other foolishness and what put that mess to the side. But like I said, once you switch teams, that's it. The devil going to be mad once you get on the uh, Jesus team. Right. And he's going to come out to you and we got to let people know that. He mad. He's upset. But that's right. all right. Let him be mad. As long you know as you, how- like I said all the time, as long as the devil is mad, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Right, right. You know how when you're watching a sporting event, and they, and especially when it's a star, and he go back and play his original team for the first time, and they make a big deal about it. He coming back. Well, it's the same. <laughs> we was on, we was on Satan's team. We ain't mm-hmm. like to say that, but we were. Yeah, that's true. We were. And so the attacks are heavy because that he he know us. Like like you know what I'm saying. We can't just act like hey, I gave my life. He didn't forget about me. He, All right. He, he don't forget what Big Five like. He knows the game plan. He know my favorite plays. He know, right. hey, if, if I shoot that at Big Five, he might be tempted. He know what tempts us. So, he so does. you know the attacks. We we have to be cognizant that we're gonna always be under attack. We covered. We covered by the blood, but we are gonna always be on under attack until the, until they start singing. Them, until they start singing them songs, we're gonna always be under attack. So we just have to. I think we just need to talk about the attacks more too, because it's some people who may be watching who don't fully understand like mm-hmm. what they're going through. What they're going through is attacks. Right. No, I don't even understand that time. But anyway, mine, I'm gonna share mine. Mine is Jeremiah 18 <laughs> verses one and two. And it says, this is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house and there I will give you my message. For the last, for the last, for the last couple of months, man, you guys know I've been, I've been, the enemy been trying to attack my worth, man, my value um, in the kingdom, all, all those things, right? And man, I've been praying so hard and so 
just talking to God and and and, and he delivered me from that thought process and that doesn't overwhelm me. But mm. like I just talked about with the attacks, he comes for another, he don't quit. He just come from a different angle. Amen. And so the angle that he came, the next angle was trying to interfere with me hearing the voice of the Lord. Confusing what I'm hearing, trying to, hey, God, is this you? Is that you? If I mean, if, I, if I'm not clear about what I'm hearing, I should always know what voice I'm hearing. And that's Amen. one of the that's one of the scriptures that's it's pretty he he said he said go a lot. He didn't send people places, but that one right there is one of the clear ones for from a communication hearing my voice standpoint. So I've just been meditating on that. And because I gotta be mindful of what I'm hearing and trust what I'm hearing. I know who I serve. Mm -hmm. I know who I serve. Yeah, Satan, he's going to try to speak to me, but when, I, when I'm in my prayer and I'm in a quiet place, I, I should always know what voice I'm hearing. Amen. Brother Todd. Sir. You have to always remember, always, he got us. Oh, yeah. And, and I say that to say this. Think about Abraham for a minute. He was getting ready to kill his only son. Mm -hmm. After he's been promised that he's going to have all these uh, people uh, at sand of the sea, you can't count them, innumerable, yet, and going to come through his loins. Yet, if he'd have killed Isaac as a human man, that's over. Yet, yet he never even hesitated. Even when Isaac asked him, where's the sacrifice? <laughs> he never hesitated. We got to always know, and, and, and like uh, Radden's uh, scripture, fear God. That's the whole duty of man. Not only is the enemy our adversary, and he's worthy, mm -hmm. but so are you. Amen. You win. You got to know that you win, and and in the thought process, well, we 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 go through the process of everything we do, even Big Five when, when he was getting ready to did. I, I think I think he hit played baseball. So when when a good pitcher came up against you, you you were digging in because you knew what he was coming with. Hey, listen, God, God is so awesome, man. As uh, Jerome was talking about his daughter. And, and he said, uh, Brother Jonathan and Brother Josh, because they're young and they got these young, coming up with the young kids. Man, listen, all of this is working together as one. Mm -hmm. Everything we saying, even down with, with the number four, all this is working together for one that, that, that the enemy knows he's in for a battle of whatever life he got left. Whatever he got left, he's throwing everything he can. Like 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 Rad said, man, and and, and talk. He know what we like. Man, me. He know when I bust up in the club what time it is. Come on, man. He ain't forgot our tricks. He ain't forgot what we used to do, what we love. He got stars beside him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he got stars. There you go. But listen, man. And, and, and when we talk, when we talk to people, and tell them about Jesus, 
Of course we're going to tell them about the goodness of the Lord. But in anything that's worth having, it's worth fighting for. Right. right. So we have to tell them that part. That mm -hmm. this ain't okay, Paul. You're going to be attacked spiritually now. You, you, your family going to leave you. You don't get invited to the barbecues no more. Uh, uh, you forget taking <laughs> Take your name off the top of the list because it's not going to happen no more. When you show up unannounced, they're going to hide everything and you used to buy it. Now they're hiding it from you. So, 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 we are the ones, man. Right. I want to make this, I want to make this a little more relatable for anybody who's watching who might not kind of understand what we, when, when I'm starting, when I'm saying hearing the voice, I don't want to. I don't want to make that just in the room on my knees, in a quiet place. Uh, I think it must have been Thursday. It must have been Thursday when we had that group text going on. I was I was in a pretty good place, but of course, you know, I was a little down. First first holiday without my family or whatever, and and brother George called me, man. Oh my god. Oh. So 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 you have to understand that when you have people of God in your life. That's also the voice of the Lord. Mm -hmm. I think we we talk almost from here to new, almost to my mom's house, and man, when I tell you, like I never in my life imagined these this in the natural on Earth having the voice, because yeah, you can hear some things in the in your in your war room, in your closet. You can hear some things, but it's also he 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 makes it plain. So when I hear from one of you guys, that's plain. You know, I don't, I don't have to wonder where this is coming from. And right. man, man, it was like I was talking to an angel, man. Honest, honest, honestly, it, it was like he was speaking directly to my spirit. And and man, the day went by. It just went by. It was a really good day. I, I was, I was a little sad, but over overall, I had a really, really good day. And I honestly don't think. I would have had that day, that kind of day, if Brother George didn't call me. And so when I'm talking about hearing the voice of the Lord, it's different. It's different forms of that. Right. It's different. Right. It's that. It's that one on one. It's that one on one time. And, but mm -hmm. it's also somebody. It's a brother been praying for you. The brother thinking about you. And he calling you, man. And say, hey, man, I'm thinking about you. You know, X Y Z. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so don't, so don't take those phone calls and those text messages for granted, man. You know. They they coming from a place that's deeper than just that. It's deeper than just a phone call. It's deeper than just a text. So man, man, it's been, man, it's a good night tonight, man. I love y'all, man. Good. I can't wait till the meet and greet pop off. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Tuesday since Tuesday is our night, but we'll talk about it after we quit sharing. You know, I was I was sitting here thinking about a couple things and and what everybody was sharing. Um, and, and and I gotta admit, like every, like a couple people I have already men, mentioned, how wrong daughter, how I got a, I got a three year old daughter, so that that that's why that kind of you know they they hit me right there, but she 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 waited thirty six years later to tell Jerome this. And I thought, of, and it's like, it was now when at a time when he can receive it. Yes, that's what I'm thinking right there. That's, that's awesome too. Only, 
receive it, give it to us mm -hmm. so we can receive it. <laughs> That's the light point in our lives mm -hmm. at the stage where we at right now among this group. Amen. I, I think that's 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 what makes this so powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it where we got the young, the middle, and those that are uh, the, they got grands and and on, and to still be able to deliver that message and say, give us something to learn to teach us in our lives. Yeah, this stage anyway. Man, that's powerful. I'm telling you, man. That's the light, man. She sees, she sees, she sees the light. If anybody's gonna see it, she's gonna see it. And and because the post, I'm telling you, I saw the post and it it, it touched me because I, I I read all the posts or whatever. It, it was something I knew they had had a conversation, man. And man, this thing, man, God is so awesome. He's so amazing, man. Just just being in the presence, just being in the presence and knowing, just knowing we belong to him. Right. Because, man, all I, when I wake up, man, I, <laughs> I'm going to say this, man, I might be the only one. When I look in the mirror, man, I can't help but say rich like, rich like me? All right. All rich right like me? Come on now. He, he starts showing me like great things. I, I say rich like me, he says great things. A rich like me, great things. You don't see what I see. I don't. I do. I, I can see Big Five easy because you know it's easy. It's almost a, I don't want to say it's a desire to see the Big Five, but it's a comfort level with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I've been there, done that, know who he is. But mm -hmm. God says great things. Great things. And I'm like, okay, well, a rich like me. Well, you are amazing if you can get great things out of a wretch like me. And and he's showing himself through all the stuff I've been going through, he's still been blessing me. Just right. just blessing me, blessing me. Um when I came back from when I came back from prosperity this weekend from Thanksgiving, man, I got so many um trash bags full of clothing for people that donated to the homeless man. Man, like, oh my God, like for me, that's the greatest, that's the greatest blessing for me that I can receive. Like it just makes me so proud that I have all these clothes for Saturday, man. Cause it's cold out there. I've been walking, I walk every morning, man. And I can't take my mind. I just can't take my mind off of someone who sleeps outside. Like, man, can you imagine? Like I walk three miles and I barely make it. I barely mm -hmm. make it. You talking about eight hours on the ground. I didn't, we sleep in comfortable select comfort, sleep numbers, set the settings. Some of them heated, heated blankets, heated socks. You could put on a stocking cap, all that. But imagine being outside under a bridge generally, generally, or in an alley or some abandoned building. You know what I'm saying? And and so, man, for someone, I, I got people texting me now still with stuff, man. Every time I get one of them, every time I get one of those texts to pick up some clothes, I don't feel like that wretch. I don't, I don't feel like that wretch because Jesus was a servant. And, and if I, if I call myself a follower and a believer, serving is I, I have to serve in some capacity. That's just me now. Everybody don't have to think like that, but that's just me, man. So, man, great man, great night, man. Somebody give me something. Yeah, uh, brother Glenn. 
You see the pencil? You, you, you know we can't get to that plate, right? That's what I, yeah, that's I was just saying, you know we can't get there. That's why I got a whole plate. He, he said, get a deep, a deep dish. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hey, hey Ty, uh, I'm, I know you're familiar with Columbia. And every day on my way to Heathwood, I ride downtown Main Street every day. And I see the homeless. Mm-hmm. I see them. And, and, and I, I look them eye to eye. Sometimes, you know, I give some of them something. But my main thing is to keep me a base that that could have been me. Mm-hmm. Easily. 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 It could have been me. And, and, and I don't think that it's because of me that I'm not out there. Mm. It's all God. All God. It's all God. Because what I've done in my life in, in, in different states and cities, I could have easily been on somebody under somebody's bridge, not knowing who where I am. So 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 when we pray for and, and we have an outlet like you got for, for the clothes and stuff. And, and I know uh brother Rad now, they they ministry support the homeless during the holiday. But whatever we can do, whatever the Lord lay on our heart, make sure he lays it on your heart so that it can be effective ministry, then we need to do it. Right. Amen. Right. Yeah. Man. If any if any one of you, man, interested in meeting me out there Saturday, man, just just text me or whatever, man, and, and, and I'll tell you what you need to know. It just a it's just I just know for me, man, it's just something that's just it does my heart so it just does so much for me, man. I can't really explain it. It's just one 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 day we was there. A lot of the, the a lot of the people, a lot of the men, they know me because unfortunately I beat them up and I was an awful set at the hospital. So they they knew me. Dirty bird know like you know, we threw them out and all that, we fought and all that. And so now at when I'm there handing out food and handing out clothes and stuff, they say, hey man, I remember you, blah blah blah. But one dude, man, he had a he had a picture he could draw really well, really well. And he came up to me and he said, uh, he he was looking for somebody to get his picture to, and he didn't had it two weeks. But he said he couldn't get to nobody unless they loved the Lord. And see, and see, a lot of times when we think of homeless, we, we you start thinking of you start thinking of desperation and the, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No, no, no. Man, the dude mm-hmm. came up to me, man. He said, You saved. Mind you now, I see myself as a wretch. And he's you saved. He said, Here, I finally know who I was supposed to get this picture to. It, and I was gonna bring it home. It's at my mom's house. I I done had it for all year. Cause we started, I got that picture in January. But it's it's the the stuff you see, man. It's it's like God shows your own can relate, and your other guys that done been out there, man. It's like God starts showing you what He kept you from, what He's mm-hmm. keeping you from. When when you start talking about provision, His His provision, because everything we have, everything we have is His. He made it possible, and so it's like, man, when I'm there, man, that dude gave me, me and this one dude had a break dancing contest because he was playing music on his phone. And I'm dancing and 
He like, man, ain't nobody ever came down here and, and danced with me. I'm like, bro, who, what you want? And 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 man, <laughs> it, he told me it made his whole week, bro. Hmm. It's cold. Yeah. It's been it's been raining, and he got a little got a little app that's like a turntable on the phone, and he just playing songs and mixing and scratching. Man, mm-hmm. so to be able to so to be able to give and make somebody for me, I love to laugh and cut the food. So for me, I smile is. I smiled and laughed is just the most priceless thing. And so to be able to put a smile on somebody's face just, just for a moment, it, it means the world to me, man. So if you want, any one of you guys want to meet me out there Saturday, hopefully my brother and my sister-in-law are going to go with me. I don't know yet, but hopefully they go with me so they can they can experience it also. Where y'all at and what time, Doc? Uh, we down at, uh, what is it, Finley Park, Sydney Park? Oh, down, okay, down on, on um, Taylor Street. Yeah, I'm going to be with uh, um, Alex Wright. And I try to get down there. I, I got an appointment that morning, but once I get a chance to get down there. But, you know, we, you speak We used to start about, setting up by 9.30. Okay, I try to get there. But y'all talking, I was, I was homeless, bro. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. After my divorce, I didn't have nowhere to go. I slept in the car. I slept in the car because I was too proud to come home and tell my parents what was going on. I was too proud to tell anybody, you know, what I was going through. So I, I, I was home. And, and when I went to my divorce, man, it was like that whole week. If it could have happened bad in my life, it happened. Mm. And it was, and it, man, I'm going to be honest with you, it was because of my confession. I was going to church, but I said, God, I want to know you for real. I want to know you in the fellowship of your suffering and the power of your resurrection. Seven days later, I was separated, going through a divorce, <laughs> lost my job, everything that could possibly happen. Money got stolen, everything could happen. I had nowhere to go, and I was too proud to tell anybody because I was who I was. And I didn't. I didn't tell nobody. One of my friends, I, I remember, I told my two of my friends, them boys rescued me, man. They, they brought me, they brought me to their house. Um, Ryan brought me to his house to live with him to get me off the street. And my boy Richard came over with his family, bought me a car, put $600 in my hand and said, do what you got to do when you can. Don't worry about it. And, and that's what changed my life. Because I was at the edge. It was during that time that I was getting ready to commit suicide. Mm. All out of pride. So when I tell you, I know what it's like to be in that situation. I know mm. what it's like to be in that situation. And people look at you like you absolutely have no value, nothing. Mm-hmm. You can't tell it now because God, you know, how he's taking over my life and he's doing things and he's changing me. However, when you have never experienced that, you have you will look down on people like that till you've been in that situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I, that. I know what that feels like. It is not no walk in the park. It is not. Mm-hmm. And I got an appointment Saturday morning, but as soon as it's over, I'm heading your way. Yeah, just just call me, man. We usually stay out. We usually probably leave about. We'd be out, we'd be out there about an hour once we set up. So we usually be out there to about 11. Well, you can't come to Columbia and don't think we won't be there. Come on. This is the capital city. We don't live like that. Brother Robert, I don't mean no harm, but you don't look like you wake up to one day. That's because I'm blessed like that. (laughs) (laughs) Drunk like that. (laughs) 
you can help, you can help serve lunch, dude, because they gonna be everybody gonna be gone by the time you wake up. But I serve lunch. Wherever I fit in, I get it. Hey man. Hey, anybody got anything before we do these takeaways, man? Man, well, man, we're getting strong again, man. We're getting strong. We had hit a little, we had hit a little low, which is which is natural, man. I'm a, I'm gonna figure it out when I get off the phone. How many weeks has it been? Mm-hmm. It's been this got to be what Glenn seventy some weeks, if not more. Way oh, more than seventy. Well, May was May was fifty two weeks. Yeah, so we we mm-hmm. we. we we getting up there. So when you start doing something this long, it's gonna hit a low, man. But but it's but it's it's going back, man. Is in it the energy, man? Darian, man, thank you, man. Darian brought a lot of a lot of energy, man, in the spirit. You fit right in, man. You know, we got some talkers and we got some guys that like like to be cool. We got some quiet guys, Jonathan and Josh and Barry the Dog. Prince is a little medium talker when he talk. Brother George take naps a couple times here and there. <laughs> Oh, Brother John just got up. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) But if ain't nobody got nothing, let's get these shout outs and takeaways. Brother John. Tonight is very informational. Uh, Scriptures are very powerful. At first, I didn't think they were that powerful, but they really are. Because when you remember, when I remember one, I try to mark it, write it down, put it somewhere. And then when somebody brings it back up, talk about it, I know the Lord is trying to tell me something. So scriptures, uh, one scripture, we can all read one scripture, but it can all mean something different to all of us. So scriptures are to give you that strength as well. So thank you. Thank y'all for tonight. Let's continue to grow. Love y'all and God bless y'all family. Amen. 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 Good job, John. Amen. I don't know what it is about you, Jonathan, but I, I be, and I don't get envy as much. But man, you so laid back and cool. And he don't. But he, he's, Jonathan is my like family, family, right? We didn't watch games together. I don't watch at the house with their mom, dad, me and his dad play baseball together. So we like family, family. Ain't like I just found him now. Nah. He's always been like that though. Like he, he was a kid that he was like that as a kid, and now. I'm trying to mellow out, and him and Josh, them boys make us look bad. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself, I'm still cool. Uh, Speak for yourself, I'm still cool. Ice, ice, baby. (laughs) Hey, you can't go do a vanilla ice and say you cool. Yeah, please, don't do that. please don't do that, brother Glenn. Please. Uh, Y'all need to y'all need to cut that out. Y'all know y'all were all about the ice ice. Oh yeah, to show night hell of the balcony, <laughs> brother Josh. Um, no, I think I, I'm, I'm I'm along the same lines as Jonathan tonight with the scriptures being powerful. This scriptures when they come alive and you start living them, mm-hmm. it, it really show you another. Mm-hmm side like it's, it's out of this world it's just a, a crazy feeling when you really start living those scriptures and they come to life so i mean like jonathan was saying i just piggyback that man they they powerful they real powerful and as you know i love y'all i can't wait to this meet and greet thing and, and glenn i was listening to ice ice baby too <laughs> brother joe 
I'm mute yourself, brother Joe. Is he sleeping? <laughs> he, 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 on mute. he on mute. He on mute. I'm mute yourself, brother Joe. Let me wake up. Yeah, hey. hey, thank you, brother Coda. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I um I just been listening, you know, just talking about the scripture, and it's it's so true to when you go through when you go through scripture and you go through. Uh, those scriptures, and then you, you you read them, and then you you go through them, and you you live by them, and you walk them out. Uh, it, it is, uh, and just to see the growth, see the growth of those two young men, those two young men, it's just see it, and then and then the love that is to all of you brothers that's going to call, and I, I thank I thank God for you, and I really thank God for him being God and his eyes no other. And I just want to thank you brothers for the night. The round table was very powerful. And that was brought forth by the Holy Spirit. What we prayed, what I prayed about. It always, God always shows, shows out in all of us. And I just want to thank God for y'all. Love y'all. Amen. Amen. Powerful brother right there, y'all. Powerful brother. I can't, man, I, man, I'm, thank you, Lord. I'm trying to remind, I ain't, listen. I ain't never was in a place where I thought about nothing I said, right? So I had to slow down because I finished say something that could go left. <laughs> could go left. I can't wait to hug Joy. <laughs> okay, man. Like all you guys, man. I'm so ready to meet you. The ones that I haven't met, who brother Robert and brother George. That's that's those and and Darren. But everybody else, I'm, I can't wait to hug everybody. Anyway, Georgia dog. Number one, Georgia Bulldog. Gotta put the hell on that. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Price, Brother Price. <laughs> hey, um, what I got out today, man, was um the scriptures is like is, is this, I'm gonna feed off of um I don't know why you call him Jonathan. I'll tell you his name is Joe Nathan. It's like when you when you read it, then you hear it again. Like you hear it, when you read it and you hear it again, that's your confirmation. It's just like the text that I sent you while we was on. What what, what you was talking about, man? Um, one of the guys. I'm trying to think who sent me. I think it's one of the guys from my church sent me that. Um, the text message that I sent you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good stuff. One yeah, one of the guys from my church sent me that, so I had to, I had to share that with you. They said, "Be careful of the voices that you hear. The devil can talk angels out of heaven. The devil sure can talk you to going in. The devil can talk you to going." In. So, and 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 it, and it stuck with me today. Mm-hmm. And it's been sticking with me for a while that, that I got a TikTok. I got to learn how to Because I hear, I have, I had the good guy saying this, and I had the other guy doing that. So I got to learn how to distinguish the voice that I'm hearing. Because believe it or not, it comes in the same tone and it comes in the same pitch. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for this great in me because I can't wait to meet all your brothers, man. And, uh, Sorry, you forgot about one thing. I'll get with you after after the meeting. 
All right. But I want to tell you guys, man, can't wait to see you. Hopefully it will be next Tuesday. I don't think I got out of state. But uh, love you guys and next week. Good job, Georgia dog. Georgia dog. Love you too. Brother Print. Um, I know you was talking earlier about, you know, you, you Saturday and um, Glenn, you know, talk about being home. You know, there are people out there right now, families that are struggling and kind of ashamed to say so. And they close to you. The only thing I'm saying is just keep your ears and your eyes open when you're around your people. Cause they, they may be they may be just that ashamed not to say anything. Right. But they struggle. And they're struggling hard. And, and just kind of keep your ears and eyes open for that. Um, we did our we did our Thanksgiving drive before Thanksgiving and delivering baskets to people's homes and and how even then some people didn't want to open the door. And we, we standing out there with baskets of food for, for them, you know, and different things like that. But then there's other people that was like very thankful uh, for that. We did the uh, veterans coat drive back here too. They, they was thankful for that. We got a tour drive coming up in December also. So there are many needs out there. And we're here to be servants. So uh, keep it. That's all I got. Love you guys. Good job, friends. Good job. Love you too. <clears throat> yeah, let's 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 keep in your prayer, man. Um, moving forward and going into um twenty two, man. Ask ask God to show you an area of service, man. Man, I can start talking about areas of service for the next thirty minutes without stopping. Easily, just easily so so as the believers i just feel like we should be doing something in the service department mm -hmm. if we if we truly who are we who we say we are we right. got to serve in some capacity i just i just think i just think that's a big thing and it, it just builds the kingdom even more when the, if we delight and we serve it that's so much powerful than just being on here and, and talking about how good he is right. it, it is good but it's even better when we go out and show and show it Brother Robert. Oh, man. You know, I love you, brothers. I have uh, my daughter and my two nieces I raised. They're about that same age. Jerome, man. Yep. One, of, one of them been calling me for the last couple of weeks, talking about her personal problem, you know, and stuff that she needed advice on. I thank you because I'm going to intervene in all of them's lives more just for knowledge, reason, love, and compassion to let them know I'm here for them. Even though they're up in age, got their own families and things. But I'm still going to be there for them. And hopefully I hear something that I didn't know, but I can correct that I, while I still got time and help them along the way. I love, I love the sisters or the daughters of God. 
I, I hope Mr. Brooks don't mind me sharing this, but when his oldest daughter was in in uh what third or fourth grade, or was she that old? Which part? Sarah, when I took the roses up there to her, to her oh. school. Oh, third grade. Yeah, yeah. And the reason for that was, that's how I was raised. I did it for my nieces. And teachers don't like it, because it, I don't know if they get in there or not, but they don't like it. <laughs> but we have, to, we have to take care of our daughters. And we and Jerome, you just reminded me that even though they're up in age, in their th late thirties, I still need to be there and check on them, even when they don't want to, because they're not gonna always tell us stuff that we need to know as fathers. So, but man, that that, that touched me. I thank you, brother. I thank you. Good job, good job, brother Robert. Almost for me, I'm gonna share a little. It's more subconsciously, right? Corey just Corey just graduated February the first, right? She's eighteen, and I I don't know I don't know if it's subconsciously stupidity or whatever, but something in me felt like she didn't need me in the same capacity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, something I I don't know where that came from, but it's I think I think. I got caught up in the graduation, or you know what I'm saying, the celebrating that achievement that I like. Hey, and so she called. I'm talking about we 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 don't talk every day. We talk almost every, pretty much every other day. And so when I started getting that thought that thought process, the call slack like like a lot. And so she called me one day. She said, "Dad," she said, "What's going on?" I said, "What you mean?" I said, "You graduated. You know, you trying to find your job and you know whatever. You're trying to figure out what you want to do with yourself." He said, but what they got to do with you? Mm -hmm. He said, what they got to do with you? You still my daddy? Man, I yeah. felt like a midget. Like, to, to hear her say, I'm glad she shared that before, it, you know what I'm saying? I went too far with the thought process. And she was like, you still my dad. I still need my dad. Like, when I don't talk to you, I start thinking stuff is wrong and stuff going on. I worry about you. So, man, that was a good stuff that you shared, Jerome. Give me something, baby J. Man. Oh man, I just want to thank you guys, man. I'm I'm still like when y'all talking, man. I'm I'm taking it all in, man, and studying as we go, just growing and growing and growing, man. And still see so much work that I need to get done, and so much God is doing in my life, and so many more scriptures. I'm glad you guys throwing these scriptures out. I'm looking them all up as you guys talking about them to keep that study going, man. Just trying to stay focused. So I just thank you guys for it. That's all I got. Hey. You've, you've been the light for her, right? But even if she haven't confessed, God still used her to speak to you in an area that, that you needed to hear. Because oh, yeah. we don't have to be, we don't have to be, we don't have to be on our knees all the time. You know what I'm saying? If, if you love him, he'll still speak to you. And he used That's her right. to right. give you something. And the kicker was, he knew you would give it to us. That's right. He knew you would give it to us and the people and the people that's watching. I, I talked to my mentor. He called the other day for Thanksgiving, and I love him so much, man. And he was he was saying something about uh, my obedience has nothing to do with God's will, 
God's will is going to be God's will. He don't need Todd to obey. It, it, it benefits me if I do, but God's will is God's will. So good job, Jake. Uh, Brother Darren. Um, this stuff, man. Love you guys, man. Uh, I feel like uh, I've been here for a long time. <laughs> and it's only been like three weeks. Um, Brother Jerome, uh, that was good stuff, man. I got four kids, man. I'm 33. I have four. My oldest is uh, 13. And my youngest is is one and a half. Um, so that that really hit home um, for me, especially being young in the game and, and just learning and growing up without. I grew up without my dad uh, until I was about eighteen, and then my dad just died like two years like two years ago. Oh, man. Uh, my mother died when I was six years old. So like showing love, it's always been tough love. You know what I'm saying? Like showing them. How to how to maneuver, how to survive, but that was that was a um, that was an eye opener for me. Um, especially get especially having an opportunity to be in my kids' life um, and show them show them love and help me to love myself in order to to love them the same. Um, so I appreciate that. Everybody else, man. Scriptures, man. Um, <clears throat> scriptures. I'm learning in my walk that scriptures are are food for your soul, man. Food for your spirit, just like regular food is nourishment to our bodies. Um, <clears throat> scripture is nourishment to our to our spirit, man. And your strength is our spirit, man. Just like Brother Jonathan said. Um, so I, I would say, and more like this, whatever we do in our walks, just trust the process. That's just just trust the process and let God do what He do and and. and and, and, and he'll direct everything else. And that's all I got. Oh, man. Hey, brother, my God, my God. Hey, thank you, Darren. Thank you, man. Um, When when Josh called, when Josh called about about you coming on, he, he really fumbled the ball like Leon Lett. <laughs> he really fumbled the ball like Leon Lett. And, and but, but we got on, we got, we got it figured out and, and you on. And I was, I was trying to figure out Everybody has their fit. Everybody has their reasoning. You you lost. You have lost a lot, right? But you have gained. You have gained. You gained some brothers. And I, and I was I've been looking at the participant. This it shows how many of us on here, right? It was twelve. It's eleven, but the twelfth is Jesus, and and that's the disciples, man. And I just I think like stuff like that. Like man, this is the strength of this is that number, man. How many of us brothers? It's brothers. It's eleven men on here, trying to learn, trying to be like Jesus, trying to be like Jesus, man. That's that's deep. That's deep. Big Five would have never been on no brother. Y'all could have invited me all you wanted. You would have not got me. Just tell you straight up. Anyway, brother Dakota. Hey, God bless you, brothers. Amen. Love every each and last one of you. Every last one of you brothers is a true inspiration. Every last one of you, all of you. I look. I think I learned something from all of you. With, with brother Todd, what you were saying today about how you keep saying how you are wretched, just that humility that you have, something that we all need, something that we all got to have that humility like that, and whatnot. Uh, love hearing brother Glenn when he breaks down the word when he's explaining something. How you break it down to the very last compound. I love that that knowledge and wisdom that you bring to the table. <clears throat> Brother Jerome, like you said now, he's been studying as we speak. 
and going through the scriptures right there. That's an inspiration to stay in the word, to keep that word in your heart. Because the book of Amos, what is it, the eighth chapter of Amos and the 11th verse or so when it says that God is going to send a famine in the land, but not a bread, nor a thirst of water, but a famine of the word. And we got to have that in our heart. We got to have the word in our heart. And Jerome, that's an inspiration. Like you say, you're just sitting there reading and studying and studying and studying. God bless you, brother. And that's something that we all got to do every day, continuously, as much as possible. Amen. God saved each and every last one of us for a reason. For a reason. He didn't choose you for nothing. We got saved for a reason. Like the book of Jews says, you know, even the snatching others out of the fire. We got to do what we got to do to save as many people, at least try and win as many people to Christ as we can, to be that light, to be that example that people can see. Like I said, if you're the only one that's standing for Christ, then be the only one. At my job at the city, when you you like you're surrounded by unsaved people and printers and price know what I'm talking about. And all of you that, that work on a job, like you're just surrounded by, but you got to be that light. Cause as we say, you got to be that Bible that they see. You got to be that as now. Right. So, much negativity, so much negativity about the body of Christ. And somebody got to be standing on the word of God to let them know that everybody's not like that. Everybody's not greedy for money. Everybody's not greedy for power. It's some real true brothers and sisters out here and people need to see that. So they don't think that we all fake because they paint us all with a broad brush and say they right. fake and they think we all like that. But stand right. on the wall of God, brothers. I love each and every last one of you. Looking forward to meeting you. I have no idea who, who Big Five is. I, I have no idea who that is and whatnot or what that is. Uh, Charles, you got to tell me what Big Five is or whatever that is and whatnot. But God bless every last one of you. And I love you. Good Love job, bro, man. Look, we'll, we'll definitely chop it up at the meet and greet, man. And you go, y'all gonna hit my mouth the whole time, probably. But anyway, real quick, man. Man, I know I probably talk about this all the time, man. But the, this dynamic just blows me away. I can't recollect how, because man, Jerome, when we started talking, our conversations used to be about baseball. But from from my recollection, we when we started when we reconnected, it was all about Jesus, man. And then Glenn did his thing, and and then just the fruit of all that was this. And man, I'm so grateful. I sometimes I'm a very visual person, so if I hear something, it's a picture in my head. So when I hear grateful, when I hear the word grateful, I think about about this because I can remember, I can remember who I was when me and Jerome was talking. And I'm, I'm gonna be honest, when Jerome would start calling, I, I felt inferior because this cat calling and he he got notes. Man, let me share something with you. And I'm like, I'm not there. I, I love the Lord, but he's got, hey man. Then it took me to Amos and then he took him like, hey man, you're going all over the place. And then, and then I started wanting it. I started wanting it. Let me see, he's excited about this. He's excited about that. And, and then I started writing those things down. And man, then every day he had called, what you got? What you read yesterday? And, 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 and I share that to say, that is why relationships is so important. Right, right. That's why right. a relationship, and that's why I talked on what I taught last week. Cause you're talking about 30 years, not one scripture. <laughs> 30 years. 25,000 times we've been together, not one scripture. And then I get one phone call, that phone call that connected me and Jerome truly changed my life. I can I can, I can say that openly, it truly changed my life because I probably wasn't headed anywhere. It didn't seem to be, but now I'm on the right path. And that's, that's on that journey, man. 
trying to chase Jesus, man, chasing Jesus with all my might and all my heart. Man, I love you guys. Hang on after Glenn prayers out. I'm going I'm to turn the shit, the live off, and then we're going to talk about the meeting greet real quick, and then I'm going to let you guys go. Hey, hey Tom, I got, I got I got, one thing to say, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. One thing, that's, one thing that, uh, that stuck out to me tonight that we kept saying is the light. It is light. Like, we kept saying that. And I have this saying, it's something that, um, that motivates me every day and, and, and encourages me every day. I say, never dim your light to fit in because you never know who you're guiding. So mm. I live, mm. I live by that motto. So that just, I wanted to share that with you guys. Oh, man, never dim your like light that. because you never know who, who you're guiding. Right. So hey, that's I live stuff, by man. that. I like it. I like it, bro. Brother Glenn. That was powerful, brother. I, I, I like that. Appreciate that. That's very much. Man, tonight was, was powerful. Just to share, you know, a scripture that was you that's been in your heart that you've been dealing with, man. Just to share your understanding of it and then hear brothers, you know, give their understanding of it, it was powerful. I really enjoyed that format. It, it was just awesome. I, I, I appreciate it. Man, to see what God is doing amongst this group, how we're growing and how we are getting stronger in his word. It, it's just a blessing to me. And we had this conversation, me, you, and Jerome Todd. I never thought it would be this right here, but I'm so happy, man, when I talk about this group and to see the, you know, the reaction that people give calls after they've watched it on Tuesday night or Wednesday or Thursday, or people that have called me and say, hey, I went back and watched this from this time. And man, thank you for that word. And the, the you know, the praise reports that come out of it. I'm just blessing God because it is an awesome experience. I don't take it for granted. I had a lot going on tonight. I could have very well said, hey, man, I, I'm not going to be there, but I can't. I, I can't tear myself away. So I bless God for it, brother. And so, and it, it fuels me because I had a pretty rough day. So it's fueled for my fire, bless God. Anybody got anything uh, they want to pray about? Just put it in the atmosphere as we get ready to pray. Say it out loud, and, and, and then we'll go into prayer. Brother, brother Charles, um, brother Charles wanted us to pray for his sister Geraldine. She, she's really sick, and he wanted us to um, keep it in prayer, lift her up in prayer. Amen. The Jackson family. Amen. Uh, the Suba family. Amen. Uh, man, definitely that school shooting today. We pray for those all. Yeah, and all. Yes, I was going to say that. Yes. And, you know, and thank God that the, the potential school shooting right here in Columbia didn't happen yesterday, bless God. They caught him before it was a place. Man, those children are in danger, and, and we, we're out here, and we don't know how much danger they're actually in, so we bless God for that. Amen. Amen. Well, Father God, it's in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for once again, God, an awesome time to where you came, Father, and your presence saturated the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. We ask right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, that you continue just to be with us on this walk, God, open up our understanding, our knowledge. You heard the prayer request of these, your people, the Suba family, the Jackson family, and Geraldine, God, that your finger of love, God, you touch them, Father, in a way that only you can, God. And then when it's all said and done, God, we will all give you all glory, honor, and praise. Father, as we walk through this journey called life, we actually continue to order our steps, God, make a way out of no way. Creating us a clean heart, Father, renew the right spirit within us. Father, we can't do anything without you. Father, we won't even try. We surrender it all to you. 
Father, we give you everything that's inside of us. Use whatever you need, God, until you can't use anything else. And Father, when you can't use anything else, God, let it be acceptable in your sight as a sweet, swelling Savior. God, we thank you for the Savior by the way of Jesus Christ, who died on that cross, God, who became the, the salvation symbol of our life, God, an example that we should follow. Now, Father, as we get ready to depart this Zoom, God, we ask right now that you, you touch every man, God, every family that is represented here, God, and God, those who are watching by the airways, God, that you touch them, God, with what they stand in the need of. Father, we'll be careful to give you all glory on the praise. In the master's name of Jesus Christ, I pray. All the agreements say amen and amen. 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 Amen.